Hey guys, welcome to the DBC Kids Podcast. Uh, I'm Pastor Jeff Cornett, Pastor of Children and Families, and I'm joined today by Ginger Helton. And uh, Ginger, it's great to have you here. Thank you. And Ginger is one of our children's ministry leaders, uh, Awana. You help with our We Connect staff. Uh, you do VBS, lots of Ginger's really involved. So that's great, Ginger. I'm glad you're here with us today. And Kristen Thomas, uh, a parent of two preschoolers, one moving up. Don't remind me. That's right. <laughs> and she's also my co-host. So we are, we're just going to, uh, today we're going to talk about preschool and the gospel. So let's just get started right in there. Yeah, let's dive in. So, so. What's, uh, what do you think is a question many parents with preschoolers have when it comes to Jesus and the gospel? I think first of all, um, when I had kids and they're in the We Connect program and going to VBS, I really wanted to know like what's actually being taught to them. Um, so I can partner with that at home and echo the same thing. Cause a lot of times with kids, like if mom says it, it's like, okay, whatever, even preschoolers, they're sinners. But if it's being echoed in other places like preschool and we connect, we can all partner together right. and, and get on the same page. So it's not just me preaching to them at home. No, that's good. Right. Mm-hmm. And that, that right. The church, uh, coming alongside parents and us doing this together, right. Mm-hmm. Ministering to our kids and claiming the gospel and doing it together. Ginger, what, what's something that you think that maybe, um, you know, you have a, a daughter's a teenager now, and what's some things that you remember uh, when you uh, began to serve, but also as a mom, what, what are some thing, questions you had about the, the preschool age and the gospel? Well, like uh, Kristen was saying, I wanted just help in teaching the gospel to my daughter as well, as best as I could, and I found out in the process of teaching that I was learning, I've learned so much about the gospel of Jesus. I found out that uh, we want to modify their behavior is what I've learned and try to change. We want them to embarrass us sometimes and we want to change their outside. We want to make them act right and not embarrass me so much. All Um, right, feeling guilty. Yes, (laughs) but then as I've just been in the ministry of Denver Denver Baptist, I realized myself that the behavior is there because their heart is not right. Then I realized, okay, we're talking about preschoolers here, right? How you can't go too deep with that. Um, And I just wanted to figure out how the simple language you use of the gospel is very simple and easy. Um, And I just wanted to dig into that more i had done a lot of bible study all my life mm-hmm. and i love the scripture but being at denver baptist was different for me as a parent also because i was learning what jesus he's different than a god and i then there are lots of gods in the world and so i started thinking through that a lot i remember us talking about i remember um talking about how up and down the road most every sunday morning like myself people going to church and they're learning the bible and learning about god but maybe not the gospel is what I've uh, wanted to dig into and discovered and how I wanted to develop that. And a partner for my daughter to hear those words echoed that it's not just about exterior, you know, actions, right. behavior, and how you behave, but it's our heart is not, it needs healing, it needs fixing. And I think that preschoolers uh, actually can understand that. They know when you're teaching in one of the little classrooms, they know. As soon as you say, like, I don't know, different ways of punishment, they're like, oh, 
their eyes get real big and they're all in because, yes, I've endured some punishment for my bad behavior, whatever you might, time out, right. whatever people do. So they know that things are wrong inside themselves. They know that things are wrong in the world. Mm-hmm. And uh, so you could just present Jesus that loves them anyway, not just being moral and trying to be good and do right, but Jesus loves you anyway. What you just said about uh, behavior modification, that like, that cut me deep, Ginger. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> because, me too. <laughs> because as a parent, I, I feel like, and I've heard not to say things like, you embarrassed me. Like I've heard like the psychological mm-hmm. reasonings to why not to say that. But deep down, um, and one thing that you've taught me is instead of the behavior modifications, always pointing them to the gospel, no matter what. Mm. And yeah. and I know like with gospel kids, it really enables parents to know what word choices to say as well. That's Oh, absolutely. I mean, that's that's a big part of it, right, is, um, is helping our parents – um, to just you know, to be able to parent well, and parent well is hard work. Mm-hmm. Uh, Shepherd Child's Heart is a great book, and I, I know that I hope I mean I hope a lot of our parents I think they have a lot of them have read it and if you have it I really want to encourage you you know to read that because uh, it 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 really lays out a good foundation of how to uh, administer the gospel. As, as a parent it, it you know it's just not a, it's not it's not just step by step even though there are some of those things it helps you identify the different age groups of the children and and how you can you, know, you never want to bring the gospel down water it down uh make it about even though bad and good is a moral thing it's worse than that right mm-hmm. it, it, it's sin it, it's evil where they you know our, our children are rebellious and yes. and yet, right, we see that in their behavior, and yet we we you know we think we like as you were saying we think we can correct it by just saying stop that. Mm-hmm. Well, when we you know it's just a lot of things like that is like stop that stop in their mind they go stop what and you go well, you know exactly what I'm talking about. But they don't. They do not. They have no idea what you're talking they about. So they'll do it again yep. and get in more trouble. Yep. Because we weren't specific about it. That's right. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And, and, and the idea, you know, is like, again, of a child who, you know, some people, kids are drawn to like an outlet, uh, electrical outlet, you know, they just can't help it. I mean, they're like, you know, I, I see it. It's like a magnet. It's like a magnet, you know, and you're like, oh, man. I don't really. uh, but this is a time where, you know, we don't say, well, let them, let them learn. You know, right? You're, you're like, no, I'm going to do whatever it takes to stop them. from. Why, you think about the gospels like that. We're, we're, we're pointing the gospel where we don't want them to go. Uh, and experience the wrath of God, and they need to be. They need to know this, as Ginger said earlier, alluded to death in the world. You know, she said there's you know, there's a lot of things. There's a big world out there. Uh, we we often make things. Um, we we water it down. We want to hide some things from them, and, and I don't mean hide it. What I mean is we want to protect them. Say it a better right. word, but we want to protect them. The problem is they're going to experience it for the first time, and if they don't already have an understanding, a biblical understanding of why there's death mm-hmm. and why there's disease, you know, mm-hmm. who who Jesus is, you know, and 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 the, all that and what He's accomplished for us for the glory of God. I mean, they need to know these things, and that's a deeper theological. Yeah, we, mm-hmm. and something that hurts my heart is just relationships. Why are relationships like they are? I think about families and homes mm-hmm. that they divorces just 
a part of our culture, our whole world, and other relationships. And, right. and, and even it hurts our kids. With the kids. And their friendships. Like, That's right. My son said things like a kid at school like pushed him down or something. And I was like, well, what'd you do? Did you push him back? Well, no. Well, why not? Well, mom, I kind of want to forgive him. And I'm like, that's the gospel, which that's a testament to the things that you teach and the preschool teachers and We Connect teachers are teaching there because his heart posture is in a posture of forgiveness instead of retaliation. I'm like, all right. And I love the word because on everything when it comes to preschoolers learning the gospel. And maybe it's all the way through. I love it. It's all through life. If you can put, we forgive others. Why? Not because I'm so great, but because Jesus forgave us. Right. Because That's of right. what Jesus did, this is why we want to participate in a mission project or continue to learn the scripture because mm-hmm. of what Jesus has done for us. This is why we do what we do, not in order to earn his favor. I remember that light switch going off yes. and coming on maybe is better than going off. Mm-hmm. The light switch is not that we're being good, doing good to earn God's favor because we don't have to. Jesus did it. We do it because we've of what Jesus has done because of his great That's right. kindness to us. So we will be kind to others. Can we dive into that. that real quick? Sure. So because we don't have to earn his favor. So I have a parent question. I'm going to put my parent hat on right now. So as I parent my preschoolers slash almost kindergartner, how do I... Um, and my husband, how do we parent in a way to where they're not doing things because we said so or in order to please us, but because of the gospel? How do you do that? How, yeah, that's, that's, that's my question. question I still ask. I have a teenager, but because sure. I may be wrong, but I'm thinking that's their hardest evidence that, that we need a rescuer. We need a savior because they don't do it automatically. Right. Um, and sure, they're going to do it out of coercion from our. Right. I don't want to be manipulative. Right. Well, right. But their heart is not there, and until they, the light comes on of the gospel in their own heart, that they need a savior. Right. Sometimes it happens when they're young, and sometimes it happens when they're hopefully sure. before they get out of student ministry. Right. Sometimes they're into their adulthood. Adulthood. But that's yeah. my thought about that. Is I don't know how you parent that. Well, you know, uh, I, I'm just. I mean, just thinking um is is uh, as parents we we have to ask ourselves the same question why do we do what we do what's our thoughts and intentions and everything that we think do and say right Mm -hmm. and and you filter it you know through the lens of the gospel you know and and you think hey so what's my motive Mm -hmm. for being kind to somebody is it for so that uh they can look at me and say hey I'm, i'm a kind person i just want to make them have a great day no, it's, it's way more than that, right? It's, it's, that, it's that God has been kind to us. It's the kindness of God that leads to repentance. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I love that verse. So it's just, it's, just, it's just so powerful. That's how the gospel works so easily, yet we, sometimes we make it so complicated. Um, and yes. and, and it really, it's just, I always ask the question, uh, is, is my motivation, uh, for example, uh, why should a, a preschooler or any child may ask, you know, why should I clean my room? I don't know. Do kids still clean the clean the rooms today? I don't. They should. They should. <laughs> um, won't come to my house, right? Don't son. come to my house. I'm telling you right now. Do as I say, not as uh, I do. <laughs> but uh, but but, but it, it's not because I say so. Mm-hmm. It's because okay, God has placed us as agents in the life 
into your life. And, you know, you take that when you say, look, it's not a boss. God has placed me in your life. You are my child. And I'm responsible for you. I'm responsible to, to make sure that you're carrying out, that you're thinking through uh, what God is asking of you. And God is mm-hmm. asking you to obey your parents, mm-hmm. to, do, to honor your parents, right? Everything has to be, and ultimately what we take it up to uh, is to the, to the throne of grace. We say the reason that you should obey us is because God calls you to do this. This is a calling on, on your life. And as a parent, the calling on my life is to shepherd your heart and disciple you in the gospel. That's right. That was the light bulb moment for me when I realized, like, I'm in a discipleship group. I'm a disciple maker. Yeah. And oh, then it's like, that's my calling as a mother. <laughs> it's literally me. the same calling. The Make same. a disciple at home. And they're yes. going to, and at home is where they're going to find out, too. I was thinking that uh, you are, as a parent, mom, they're looking at you or dad. You're not doing so good either. They know if you're being real with it. Mm-hmm. Or if you're just trying to modify behavior, preschoolers totally get that. They do. But we don't so give them enough credit. I almost think one of the biggest things you can do as a parent, if we're talking about that, is just to humble ourselves, um, to be willing to ask for forgiveness, to acknowledge the gospel that we need ourselves right. in parenting. Just right. sometimes that I don't know what I know what God's called me to do as your parent. I'd really rather not. I'm just gonna let you go and not have to do it. It's too hard. But that's not what God calls us to do. And because of what right. Jesus has done for me, uh, I want to introduce you to him. And then we don't do it right. So sometimes we need to ask for forgiveness for ourselves from mm-hmm. our children mm-hmm. when we do it. We just acknowledge. I think that's huge. That we are a sinner too. I'm a parent. I'm a sinner that's that needs right. a savior. And I don't know everything either, but I love you. And Jesus loves you even more than I do. Right. Imagine mm-hmm. that. And, and, and your life matters. You know, and we, we know someone out there, you know, maybe listen to say, well, I'm talking about a preschooler. No, that's, these are things you instill in them. These things that you repeat often. Uh, mm-hmm. You live them out in front of them, right? You're, you're in part, Ginger, I love what you said when you said, you know, we need to humble ourselves. Mm-hmm. We can't parent well at all if we're not walking humbly before the Lord. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, otherwise, we become uh, quickly self-righteous. Uh, yes. Frustrated, angry, and they know that. Our and kids know that. Preschoolers know that. That's right. They, mm-hmm. I think, as they, as kids get older, uh, they begin to tune out parents. That's why it's yes. so important to model that early on. Mm-hmm. That they think, okay, whenever I've disobeyed, ultimately God, but I've disobeyed my parents. My parents aren't going to scream at me. Yeah. They're not going to be angry. They're going to simply, I know what's coming, right? Because it, it's consistent. We're going to sit down, yes. we're going to talk about, about what happened, and then we're going to talk about why do you think you, you said this or did this. Mm-hmm. That is so hard. It takes right? so much time it, to draw out the why. It, mm-hmm. It's it, a lot easier to draw out the angry words and yes. get them to stop. That's right. That's and, where the humility mm-hmm. comes in, right? Because it takes so much effort for your brain yes. to think about heart questions to help them think. And well, and, and we have to ask the questions of ourselves first, too, which yeah, is the hard why, part. Why am I getting so angry? Oh, actually, right. I wanted to go sit down and finish my cup of coffee, yes. not be interrupted mm-hmm. by this. <laughs> you were bringing up what I was going to bring up next, was right? Uh, we'll we'll let them uh, go wild with with you know something like jumping on the couch, 
and we're fine with it until it aggravates us, until it gets mm-hmm. in the way exactly. of what right. we want to do. Mm-hmm. Because what we've said, right, is basically, is, uh, I, I told you, I asked you not to do that, and, and but I'm going to ignore it, as you were saying. I'm going to ignore it because I'm over here right now, and it keeps you moving. Mm-hmm. And right. then until something heart. happens, until either I either get loud and I get irritated and angry or whatever, you know, then I decide I'll, now I'll I'm going to be the parent, but my, my heart isn't right. Um, it, the, but, and then when I go to them, right, I've got to say first, Lord, I have failed as a parent just now. As your ambassador of the gospel. As your ambassador. In my child's life, Absolutely. Right? I have, I I have failed. Selfish. I've let this go on. And, and now, Lord, I'm angry and upset about it. Right. Now, I, I don't like what they're doing. And I let them uh, continue in their sin by disobeying. And therefore... Because it was convenient for me. It was very convenient for me. And and I think that is a big one, especially when you talk about preschoolers. Um, I think it's okay to tell your kids that. If you acknowledge it and see it in yourself... And just tell them that. Yeah. This is quickly feeling Mom, like a therapy session for me. <laughs> well, I, I, I know uh, I know we're about to wrap up today, but um, I think I hope this will be helpful. Uh, we, oh, you know, yes. there's so many things that we could uh, uh, topics we could bring up for preschool. Maybe we can do some of those. Like if if someone wanted to, you know, maybe put on our Facebook page. Hey, I like to do some topics about you know exactly mm-hmm. how you you know, prepare my kids for school and the things they're going to hear as a preschooler, you know, because obviously mm-hmm. school, they're, in, they're not a biblical worldview. Mm-hmm. Anything that you want to talk about, uh, any kind of topic, well, I think we could come back maybe and do this again sometime. Absolutely. That's a great idea. All right. Before we uh, sign off, though, I wanted to hit on one thing you said that echoed what Michael and Meredith said in the Pulse podcast a couple of weeks ago, um, having the conversations early. Mm-hmm. So starting those conversations when they're in preschool mm-hmm. and just like uh, Deuteronomy 6, talk mm-hmm. about it when you walk along the way, teach it to your okay. kids, um, teaching the gospel to your kids and having mm-hmm. those conversations, just driving in the car. That's where we have most of our gospel conversations, just driving in the car. And um, so it's a normal thing. So when they get to be teenagers and they're in student ministry, it's not this whole, That's all right, let's sit down and talk about the gospel. It's. Yeah. We do this all day anyway. It's just normal. That's right. And so the, the kids feel comfortable asking those hard questions and coming back home after a long day at school where they're not hearing the gospel, right. most likely, right. and asking parents. The line of communication is just already established and it's already open. It's so important to do it early, yeah. to start early, and then you build on it, right? As mm-hmm. just I've learned about school curriculum. It builds, like they introduce science and then they go back and visit it again in middle school and they Mm -hmm. visit again in high school and then in college but they go deeper each each level they visit right uh so we do that with the gospel we need to begin simple conversations about the gospel in preschool so they Mm -hmm. can build on it in elementary ages and in student ministry and into their life i mean there's a lot to it is and i know we brought in several elements you know parenting and ministry uh partnering together uh and you know everybody we wish we wish it was just an easy way one two three step mm-hmm. uh but unfortunately uh we even as parents couldn't even adhere to that very well no. right no, we so i understand uh is it, it as as Shimmer child heart says if you're if if we are as parents not tired by the end of the day we have not parented amen or we haven't parented well 
Mm-hmm. And yes. uh, I just think that that's a, 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 a for us to think on. And uh, I know uh, Laurie and I, my wife, we've we've we have three children, and that that has been a big thing for us is walking through that. And uh, and for another podcast, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, for as they <laughs> go from preschool to elementary to even middle school, for sure, it'd be really good to talk about things that they they have they've really understood about the gospel. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's pretty powerful. So before we get out of here, can I'm going to put you all on the spot. Hope you all are ready for this. Okay. <laughs> we'll see. Okay. So um, if I am a preschooler, how would you share the gospel with me? Mm. And one um, or both of you. I, I just want to hear how y'all would share the gospel. See if I'm doing it right. Moment, I've had a couple moments okay. with preschoolers. You know, so you, so you have moments in ministry where you're like have structured time. You teach a Bible lesson, right. but then you have moments in the classroom where I don't know they hit each other, push each other, bite each <laughs> other, and I've learned that you just got to pull them aside and you just talk to them a little bit. And how would you present the gospel? Um, you know that we the Bible teaches we are sinners and we need a Savior, and, and Jesus does love you, but that behavior is proof. Just evidence. It's not any different than myself. It's just evidence that the Bible's true and Jesus and we need a savior and Jesus does love me, this I know, for the Bible tells me so. I like that. And I, and I know And that's it, just it, sitting one on one in a corner of the room while the rest of the kids go play. You know, you just sit one on one. I, I agree. I that. agree, Ginger. It it really does depend on and I, cause I since I give devotions, um, share devotions with uh, kids of all ages, uh also, don't be afraid to use biblical words, you know, uh, not necessarily good and bad, but even mm-hmm. preschoolers use the word, you know, Jesus said we're actually evil. Yeah. Uh, so it's not, it's not you're bad because that implies that, well, then, I don't, then maybe what does that mean for me? Like far as inside of me, what does that mean? Like I'm just bad. No, say you're, you're evil. Uh, uh, you're made in God's image. Like, don't be afraid to use those, those, those words. You know, use the scriptures. You know, God made you in his image. And what that means is a preschool, and you use those words, but then break it down and start sharing. Like, it means he made you different than anything else in creation. In other words, all the things that he made. And, and his, his desire is, is to have a relationship with you because he's the one who made you. Mm-hmm. Right? And, and this thing that, that, you know, like, you know, where you push that, your friend down, that, that's sin. And, and you can even, and, and as you begin to develop the gospel, even a preschooler, they will understand things like the wrath of God, that they understand what it means, right? That, that there's punishment that awaits if we don't say those things, okay? Mm-hmm. Again, they'll misunderstand. They'll think that, that Jesus is going to slap them on the hand when they stand before him on the last day. You got to say, no, no. He, he will cast you away from him. And, to, and, I, and I do use this with preschoolers that it will be a place called hell or the lake of fire. That's one thing Jacoby came home from preschool one day and told me about. And I was like, thanks, Pastor Jeff. Yeah. Well, this is it, a great conversation. Yeah. I, and I'm yeah. not being sarcastic. Yeah. I was pumped. I'm like, all right, it's let's do this. It's hard to have the, but that's being a follower of Christ. Mm-hmm. That's part of the gospel is the bad news. And it's hard to say that because curriculum yeah. The world, ourselves, yeah. we don't want to believe in ourselves, and it's really hard to remember. Well, if we speak don't have the bad things. news, how is it good news exactly. that he came? 
That's right. I mean, uh, wow. Yeah, I'm just thinking about um, I was uh, preparing for the preschool uh, year and devotions, but I wanted to gather up all the preschool teachers. This was uh, through the week. And I just, I just so thankful uh, for them, you know. If they they proclaim the gospel uh, day in and day out, but I, I brought them together, and I, I said, you know, kids, children, really, preschoolers even need to know that this is a world in which people die. Yes, that, that people actually do. They die. There's death. And uh, a teacher said, I don't know that we should we should really bring that up. And praise God, the Holy Spirit moved one teacher to say, if we don't tell them, who will tell them? Mm. And what, going back to what we had said earlier, we need to expose them to the gospel in such a way that this is not shocking to them. Mm-hmm. Grandpa died. Mm-hmm. And, and, and you begin to, the gospel's right there, is explaining why they died, because Adam and Eve sinned. And God said this place was cursed. But, but, but here's some good news. Grandpa Trusted in Jesus, his sins were washed away, and 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 what that means is that when he when he died, he closed his eyes, and in one second he opened them up, and there was Jesus. Isn't that sweet? That is so. You know, good. and that at that. So I I just say be winsome, uh, but be biblical. Mm-hmm. Press it in on them, as and, and you judge what they can and can't, what they're grasping and what they're not grasping. Work on the areas. As Ginger said, take it deeper and deeper, even as a preschooler. Don't hesitate to use, you know, hell. And honestly, even with even with elementary, I've even said, you know, damnation. Mm-hmm. I said, you know, I said, man, this is serious. God's very serious about this. And so, I to I think to wrap up is, and I hope I hope our listeners are hearing what we're saying is this is 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 go deep as you can, keep pressing it in, uh, keep. Keep modeling it, living it out, be consistent, right, mm-hmm. and and build that relationship with your ch- children so there's no surprises. There's clear expectations of what God has for them, and there's clear expectation of the of mom and dad's role in their life. That's good. Yeah, very good. So I think we'll end it right there. Uh, man, it's been a great podcast, and we'll thank you both for being with us. And uh, I'm just thankful for all our listeners, and I just pray they're encouraged Absolutely. by this and. Uh, so I will look forward to our next time on the Gospel Kids podcast. And wrapping things up as well, let's go ahead and tell them where they can find the podcast. Pastor Jeff, put you on the spot again. Where they can find? Yeah, <laughs> I wish y'all could see his face right now. He just got so scared. <laughs> Let me Pop show quiz. you my face. <laughs> Pop quiz. <laughs> Spotify. Oh, Spotify! Really? Oh, yeah. Okay. YouTube. Oh, okay. Yeah. YouTube. Do we have on YouTube? Yeah. We have it you on, can see oh. his face on YouTube. Are we putting it on uh, <laughs> Facebook? We'll put it on Facebook. We'll, we'll put a link on Facebook. Yep. Facebook. Amazon, oh Audible, awesome. Google Podcast, and we're still waiting on Apple iTunes, but it's coming soon. Good deal. That's awesome. All right. All right. We'll see, see you next time. There you go.